0: what's up motherfuckers it's your bit no young hills welcome to take me back to the 90s podcast it's a blessing episode four up our friend well, wherever you are on this beautiful planet called earth man i hope you've had a good week i have to drop that flex bomb for y'all because without y'all i got a thousand streams last episode Oh, thank you, man. That is a great milestone. I never thought I would be getting a thousand streams on all platforms this quick, but yeah. Uh, last week's episode performed really well. Please, I'm on every single DSP Spotify, Apple Music. If you're on Apple Music, please like and share and and uh review my podcast because I got helps it spread, you know. Uh, Whatever it is on YouTube or on SoundCloud, just like it and repost it. And that really helps this podcast get, get to more ears. You know how the uh, algorithm goes. But um, I hope you are well. I hope you are good. Right now, I've got, like, some Vicks wrap on me. I've got taking, like, loads of t- different pills and just sore throat lozenges. I've got... I've had a pretty bad cold the last couple of weeks. And it doesn't seem like it's going away. I'm a bit better. So I uh, apologize if you hear me coughing and sneezing through this podcast. It has been cold like a bitch. I can't wait till summer comes. Like, the winter's like, it's, it's, I, I yesterday I was talking to somebody. I was like, I, I thought it was March and it was like February. And February is usually the coldest and it's, it's been crazy. It was snowing last week and apparently it's going to be worse later on. Um, and I got this cold because, like last week, I told you I went to a funeral, and I got this cold at the funeral. So now I'm like, I must talk. I must start walking around like, like a, you know, like the how the Chinese wear masks and shit like that. I think it looks kind of weird. It looks kind of like you know, hazmat and like end of world shit. But it's the way to go because I, I, I like if you know, if you don't, if you know, know nothing about me, you know, I. I, I'm stuff a player, I work, work for myself, I run a media company, media production company, do, do a lot of different stuff, uh, video editing, video production, um, uh, like logo stuff, graphic design shit, um, just a different loads of shit, design a lot of stuff like merch and shit like that, um, I got a, an African label that I'm working on. I'm also getting into music production this year. 2019 is like the year that I started, like, for a very long time, I've wanted to, you know, be a producer. And, and I finally, you know, been, been getting my head down and kind of like figuring it out. After a while of kind of like, ah, I don't know if I can do this, but like uh, to anybody who's getting into a new trade, a new craft like, you're going to make mistakes, and those mistakes, you're going to learn from them. When I started making beats, I was whack. But now the beats that I'm making, people are really like... Like, this last week, a lot of people, Chris, um, Chrisette Michelle like my shit. Well, a lot of people, a lot of rappers, SoundCloud rappers that are liking my shit. Go follow my page on Instagram, at Dunk you can listen to some of the beats that I'm making. And... I've even got like my you know, the story highlights. I've got like, I've got it from the first day I started making beats like seriously until now you can see the progression. And like, you, I want to tell anybody, I hope even one person hears this. When you start something, you're going to make mistakes and it's not just going to come at you. But don't quit because there were times when I was like, Nah, I can never make a beat like like making a beat that sounds well that somebody could rap on. Like it's it's it seems so far, but when I got my head down and I just studied YouTube, man. Like I I believe you know I was having a conversation with something and I honestly believe like the things that I I, I was like a A student like trade student like in, 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 in high school and primary and I, I was school was never hard for me. You know what I mean? But looking back, I didn't learn a lot. The things that I do now, like, I learned nothing. Like, algebra hasn't taught me shit yet. Like, school isn't for everybody. And this is for somebody who was really good in school and enjoyed school. But to be honest, like, if I could go back out of, that's the thing to anybody who's younger, man. Find something that you like and work on it. If I had gone when I was a teenager, I would, because I've wanted to produce ever since I got I heard College Dropout. So that's where the muse came from when I got a piano and I started learning the piano. And then I, I let that shit go because, you know, I was going to uni and shit like that. And if if I could go back and if I put the amount of time and effort that I am doing now when I was 17 years old, I'm telling you, man, I would have a Grammy by now like uh, just to anybody who's younger you know i'm 30 turning 30, 33 next month and i've 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 gone to certain trades and learned something and and got out of got out of it because of just i, I call it family peer pressure you know what i mean like a, a lot of people i'm african a lot of people who are african go through that I, a lot of people are asian like a lot of people with just different family backgrounds like go through that so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, if you're younger, follow your heart. Don't ever follow what no... Listen, you can listen listen to people, but the decision has to be yours. Never live your life off somebody else's decision. You have one at-bat, like Gary Vee says. If you don't listen to Gary Vee, I don't know what you're doing. But Gary Vee says you have one at-bat. And basically means, if you know, how baseball is like... You have one shot at getting a home run or getting, you know, a first base. If you let somebody, you know, if you listen to the Dugout, like, yo, you like you're hit it like this, you know, like, no, you're on the plate. This is your, this is your life. Shoe how shoot how you should hit, hit how you hit, you know what I mean? You never want to have regrets. You don't want to be a 90 year old man thinking, man, I should have really done, followed that passion. I should have traveled around the world I never want to. I want. I never want to have that feeling. That's why I said to myself, "Hillary, never get married until you've done the things that you want to do." And that's the reason why ain't no chick gonna trap me down because I, I want to travel the world. I want to create. I'm a content creator. I want to. I want to create whether that's videos for YouTube, whether that's music, whether that's movies that I. You know, I want to make a move, direct a movie one day. There's so many shit that I want to do and I'll travel the world. I want to, like, vlog, like, travel, like, solo vlog for a year, like, every daily vlog for, like, for a year while traveling. Like, there's so many things I want to do because if I, if I was to get married and I know I'm at that age where, like, marriage is knocking down on my door, I never want to be that husband that's, like, with my wife and, you know, as much as, as I might love my wife or she might love me, but you have like that, that ghost face where you like you're not you're not present because you're just like oh man I wish I w- I would have done this and and to anyone who's younger listen, marriage is good. I'm not saying I'm against marriage. I love marriage. I'm, I'm for marriage, but do it when you've done everything that you want because I've so I've seen so many scenarios of people who get married and they haven't seen the world or you know and and. They start resenting their couples. I never want to be that. I want to get into a marriage and I, I can say I've traveled the world. i followed my dreams. Or I'm still following my dreams and she's with it. Or uh, I've been with all different type of women, like I said in the last podcast. I don't have that kind of like ghost face of like wondering what if, woulda, coulda, shoulda. not. I've done it all. You know what I mean? I had my MJ numbers. I had my Abdul... Abdul uh, Shabba numbers, you know. I got six rings. I got my Tom Brady shit. Shout out to Tom Brady for six rings. I'm done. When Tom Brady retires, like, I, like well, that's one thing. I was, I was watching Super Bowl, and that was Wax Super Bowl, by the way. If you watched it, I'll get into that later on. And Tom Brady, like I, like I said last episode, like, is Tom Brady gonna retire? And like, dude, you got six rings. Like, no person in sports history has that many rings other than MJ and and Abdul. And I saw a meme of of Abdul saying, you know, I have six rings, you have six rings, but I had six MVPs. And it's like, so does Tom Brady think, nah, I need to, I can equivocally have seven rings. So people can never put me in the same comparison as MJ and Abdul. Which is kind of crazy when you get to a level like that. Like it's they're basketball, but you, you he I think he wants to be in that level like yo, you can never compare me with somebody and that seven rings will do it. And they could go, go into the Super Bowl. Like people said they wouldn't go to Super Bowl this year, so I could never count out Brady as long as as long as you got Edelman and Gronk, you can go to the three years or five years, my dude. But, like, the, the the NFL finally, me, who hates the Pats, wanted him to be like, this is my last game, like, right into the sunset. But Tom Brady, <clears throat> he seems like next week he's going to be back in preseason season camping. <coughs> it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. But, yeah, like, you have to have that Tom Brady feel like, yo, I've done it all. I can now settle and get married. You know what I mean? I heard a story about how Tom Brady... When he met his uh his wife, the supermodel wife, what's her name? Is it gazelle, her, the Brazilian model chick. She, and and apparently, um, his ex girlfriend, when he met her after like two, like two months, um, like his ex girlfriend came out and said that she was pregnant, blah blah blah, and the reason why he didn't want to have apparently a kid with him, he he was he felt like he hadn't achieved everything that he wanted to and he this time he had a couple of super balls, and i was like when i heard that i was like that's crazy that is like and back to my topic of you know get get married when you've done it all because you never want to have that ghost space when you're not in the moment and you're just resenting and you just you're just gonna be a debbie downer and you're not gonna i don't know i just i just i just think it's wise to do everything that you want to do then get married. You know what I mean? And, and for me, I definitely, that's where I'm, I'm at. I've been in a relationship where I, I wanted to, to, to get married. I was in love and I was like, I should, like, I should get married. But to be honest, I was not as driven as I am now. And, and, and that's, it sounds weird to say, but I honestly believe for me anyway, I'm more driven when I'm single, you know, the drive that it comes with relationship is different. For me, when I was in a relationship in like still relationship and I was like was like trying to wife shorty, like my, my goals are different. My goals was like, you know, getting a crib, you know, you know, nice neighborhood, that kind of shit. Like, like, you know, husbandly shit. But I had forgotten about all the dreams, all the things that I, I wanted to um to, you know, accomplish. And that was not her fault. That was kind of me i kind of got like sidetracked you know i I did that like so but when i'm single i'm driven like i'm I'm focused on nothing you know what i mean i'm not talking to no showies like that like women just take away too much attention you know what i mean for me right now and um yeah i'm just i'm working on my goals man trying to you know uh get them grammys you know get them subs get them listens that i'm just creating and and I'm, I'm happy at this point just doing what I love and, you know, success will come, you know, but do what you love and everything will come. So, yeah, that was just like a little a local lesson that I just like peeped and and, and I, I hope y'all take heed to that if any young ones out there or people my age, like don't, I know when you, you get 30, like the pressure's like, it's, 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 it's crazy. I, I can't even imagine what it is for like women when like when you get thirty, and that's another topic that I'm gonna get into. I'm not gonna drift my topics, you know. I got I got notes and shit, but yeah. Uh, I had to take a, trip, a sip. My bad. This tall throat is killing me. So, to the topic of this podcast, the main topic of this podcast, as you can see from the cover art. The Super Bowl kind of took a backseat to the NBA for the first time I've ever seen it happen. The Super Bowl was always a big event, you know, a week leading into it, interviews. I never saw none of that. Everyone was talking about one thing, and it was the brow. And it was the brow going to join the Lakers. So the Lakers are trying to get Anthony Davis from the Pelicans. And what I've heard that the Pelicans want four first round picks, along with th- three good players, and that might be Lonzo Ball, Kuzma, and Brandon Ingram. Are the fucking Pelicans out of your minds? Are you crazy? Y'all niggas are crazy, y'all. Yo. Y'all want four first round picks, along with Lonzo Ball. Another first-round pick, Kuzma, Brian Ingram, and you. Uh, I, uh, like when I saw what what the Lakers, what the Pelicans want, and, and apparently the Lakers like put on put Lonzo, Kuzma, Ingram, and a first-round pick, and then they would take a, a whack contract of twelve million of Solomon Hill, which is whack along with AD. I was like, yo, that is crazy. They're willing to go the golden child, Lonzo Ball, the, the, the person that they drafted, you know, and it was such like a big like event. We got Lonzo Ball, we're going to build around him. They got LeBron. I, I, I love the Brown. I think the is probably the second or third best player uh, in the NBA. But to risk four first round picks, your future on AD like I is is LeBron such in a hurry to get another ring? Like I don't I, I just don't get it. Like as somebody who plays 2K like really hard and I, and I play my GM like like it's real. Like that's that's ridiculous. Like like that's just like Luke Holton, man. What I like right now as I'm recording this podcast the deal has not gone through. People saying there's a 10% chance that that, that deal will go through because it's ludicrous. <coughs> and the Pelicans, basically, they're, they're patient and w- enough to wait for Bo- to Boston to come in July 1 and, 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 you know, I don't know how what they're going to offer. I think the Lakers' deal is better if I was the Pelicans' GM. I will not wait until the summer and give away a chance of doing something in the east you know I could I, I could get Lonzo Ingram and Kuzma along with all the other players and picks they're going to get there would be an amazing team you know going into you know playoffs or into next year like like this just having AD just sit around I, like as a GM I wouldn't want that to be honest but I guess AD is a big deal and you know, they all take their time. Um, but it's interesting. Even Boston trying to get AD and you letting go of Kyrie. It doesn't make sense. Like, is this a volatile league? You know what I mean? It, I, I honestly don't don't get it, you know. Um, are you willing to, to, to keep, like, like Boston's going to keep their word. What if, you know, Boston do well on the East? Because the East is kind of, you know, you never know how that's going to go. Are they going to still... Gonna offer something as strong as what the Lakers are willing to offer, which is three amazing players and a first-round pick. I don't, I, I don't get it. Like, I honestly don't get even Lakers even tolerating that. If I was the fucking Lakers GM, I would be like, nigga, you got me fucked up. Four first-round picks, nigga. I'll give you four second-round picks if I got some. That's crazy. I, I like. I hope they don't do that deal because that's crazy. Yes, you have LeBron and AD. That would be a great duo, but you let go of Lonzo. You got, you got, you got, uh, Rondo. Rondo is not the at his peak anymore. You know what I mean? You know he he will do well. I mean, if okay, this is the question: If they had AD, could they beat the Golden State Warriors this season? I don't think so. I honestly don't think so. So, some people say that they think that they they, they can with with Rondo. And I don't know, man. Like, Kuzma is an amazing player. All these players that were living in the trade have so much upside. Lonzo Ball has so much upside. If if this trade goes through, Lonzo Ball will be an all-star in two seasons. I'm telling you, without his family distracting him in New Orleans, I am telling you, like... I, I I would offer Kuzma I would offer Kuzma Ingram and a first round pick and two second round picks for AD. Some people that sounds weak, but that's strong. Like, that's strong. But I don't think the Pelicans are willing to listen to that, so... I don't know, I, I I want it to happen because I think Le- LeBron seems like he's he's in a rush. Which I would rather have this slow approach like okay, we've got we've got Lonzo at the one, you know, uh, Ingram, Kuzma, Le- LeBron, <coughs> McGee, Zubac, Rondo, you know. We can we can hustle a little bit and maybe, you know, in the in the off season, you know, get a good pick. Like we can just, I don't know. Like I, don't know. I, w- I wonder like who's gonna be a free agent. You know, I know. Um, I just saw uh, a video of um, KD having to go in the press about yo. Why y'all keep talking about what's gonna be what if what what am I gonna be doing in the off season? Let me play basketball and we'll deal with that in the off season. I, he says he doesn't know anything about the Knicks. He hasn't talked to the Knicks. He, he's, he's interested in playing ball. And I don't believe him. I just think he just, just wants that heat off him. But I honestly believe that he would go to the Knicks if they were to get Zion. I think that the, that the Knicks would, would you know, have an upside and they're going to have a lot of cap room now. Porzingis is gone. And that was a lot of Knicks fans. Y'all were hurt by Porzingis. What did y'all expect? Like, like for real, what did y'all expect? Eastern European friend probably was like, "Yo, come to Dallas, you know, New York ain't gonna do shit." Um, the Zion thing is it gonna happen? I think that they have to get Zion now. They have to tank and get Zion. Like, it's, 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 it's for them to get any. They're gonna have a lot of cap space for them to get a good free agent. Maybe you know, KD, whoever's gonna be free in the summer. They have to get Zion. So tank and get Zion. And maybe KD, if he's willing, I don't know where else KD will go. Would he, would he be willing maybe to go to the Seventy Sixes, Celtics, <clears throat> Lakers? That'll never happen. Him and, Lebr- him and LeBron will get along. That would be sick, though. Um, I'd rather have KD and LeBron than KD and AD, to be honest. Some people would say, nah, K- LeBron and AD would be a better fit. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, that's interesting, man. Um, so we'll see what that what happens with that. That's gonna change the NBA like crazy. That like if that that deal happens, that's gonna be a crazy Western Conference playoff game playoff. If it does happen, I don't think this season they will be able to beat the Warriors. In my opinion, I disagree with a lot of pundits. I think without them three guys, and it's gonna be. I know people say, "Yo, LeBron got to the finals with the." with literally no one who knew how to watch the clock and all that, but ah, that was in the East. This is in the West now. This is in the West. Like, mm-mm, the Rockets. There's so many teams that, yo, mm-mm. and the Rockets, yo, the Rockets got Iman Sharpert and um, can't remember who else they got, but the Rockets seem like they're definitely getting some depth, and it's interesting. It's interesting. So, yeah, it's interesting trade deadline. I'm sure after this podcast, there's probably going to be more deals uh, as I'm recording. It's still open. So, uh, talking about trades, did y'all see Harris Barnes got traded at halftime? Like, that is just, that's mean. You couldn't wait an hour to to put the trade in? This dude was sitting, like like I said, ghost-faced. He had ghost-faced, my ninja. Like... <coughs> That was bad. Like, I felt so sorry for Harris Barnes. I am sorry, man. Listen, and LeBron went on Instagram and was like, yo, all always say, yo, the players, when players want to, you know, ask for a trade, to request and all that, y'all go in on people, but, you know, the GMs in the league, y'all mean as well. Y'all pay the man at halftime. I wonder if he knew, like, if you just, if somebody tapped him like, yo, you traded. Like that. Come on, man. Damn, man. That, like, that's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, I honestly think Harris Barnes should have stayed at Gold State, to be honest. Uh, I don't know why he, he left. Probably the money. But sometimes it's better just to get some rings off the bench. And... <laughs> ain't nobody gonna know that you're getting 10 minutes a game when you have a ring, my ninja, but... Good luck to Harris Barnes. I, I hope some, something good comes from him. He's, he looks so sad and agreeable. Like the league has to understand, players have as much right as you have trading a guy at halftime or, or while he's on the bench. Like stop uh, trying to be like oh, making the guy seem like he's a bad guy. Like in the instance of, of Anthony Davis wanting to trade, like he's been loyal to you for a great mate, and y'all have not seemed to. to to, to, to have the right team to take him where he wants to go. So why can you get mad at a guy of his, you know, stature to know not one better? Like, that's crazy. That's some slave shit. That's some slave shit, and I'm against that. Yo, players, do your thing, man. Do your thing. <laughs> but, yeah, um, it's, it's going to be interesting. It's interesting. Moving from basketball and something else that was – like the Super Bowl like was funny because I was watching the Super Bowl and I honestly I honestly was just like watching like field goals and it was like dead. But I was on Twitter and it was just like there was a lot going on, people were talking about Pzingis trades and all the trade rumors, LeBron seeming like he was high off wine, like yo, where's Wadge? Like he was you can see he he wants A D. That's one thing I can say. LeBron wants A D so bad he went on Twitter during Super Bowl and was like, yo, what is happening? Where all the trade rumor guys like what where's the news? And it it didn't happen and that's what I could I could see, yo. LeBron like really wants A D. Um and also thing that was going on on the timeline during the Super Bowl was the whole twenty twenty one savage thing. The memes. The memes there were some funny memes, and I'm not laughing at the situation because the situation is fucked up. Trump is on some, and his regime and ICE are on some different type of shit. Um, but the memes were funny. I have to give it to the memes. You know, sometimes you just have to separate real shit to these jokes. And and, and it was not joking about the situation, but mainly that people didn't know that he was from England. and that's why I say to people, man, you don't know these people. Just because he's, you know, th- th- I always say that to you. You think you know these artists and celebrities, but you, y'all don't know them at all. And that's just an example of that. <laughs> the Ninja has been from London all the time. That's crazy. But, uh, yeah, it's a not selfish thing. Um, it, was, it was polarizing. There were a lot of people who, who came out like, yo, that's crazy. And a lot of people who were laughing at him. You know, example of of Demi Lovato. She got no, uh, she got clapped back. That was some crazy clap back. And it's like, like people forget so easily, and it's it's crazy how she she went through a traumatic time, and people you know were mean to her. But now she's okay. She's just like, <clears throat> I don't know, man. Why people should stay away from black Twitter. That's all I have to say. When black Twitter is doing their thing. Leave it to Black Twitter, don't try to, like, no, 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 no. But, yeah, they got the, they got the, they got the fuck out of here, she did it Twitter. Yo, man, you, 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 listen, don't throw stones if you live in a glass house. That's all I have to say about that situation. But, yeah, apparently, uh, Jace um you know, he said he's, he's helping 21. Uh, apparently, you know, he said the arrest and detention of 21 Savage is an absolute travesty. His U visa petition has been pending for four years, which is which is crazy. So he 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 did, you know, put in a, a, um, a request for a visa and it's been pending for four years. And in addition to being a successful recording artist, 21 deserves to be reunited with his children immediately. <coughs> which is Which is true, like... And apparently he's helping him with lawyers and shit like that, which is commendable. Black people helping each other when when they're at their lowest and not just kicking them, which which I fucking love. Shout out out to Jay-Z, shout out to Wiley, shout out to everyone coming out and kind of like, you know, let's make a petition, let's help this guy out, let's, you know. I still don't think those ice niggas give a shit though. Um, But yeah. Yeah. I love when black people come together and help our, our fred- fellow brethren. And another thing is, 21 was like saying some 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 crazy... I was listening to his song, Me and You. Like, I, I'm i going to be honest, I was never the biggest 21 fan until probably after he broke up with Amber and I saw his Breakfast Club interview. And He was saying some real nigga shit, you know what I mean? And he got a song called Me and You from his album that I was listening to. And, I, and like, as, as much as this is like kind of like... That's bad situation for be, for for him to being and apparently he, he's like 23 hour lockdown you can only speak to people for like 10 minutes and shit and that's a crazy moment but to be honest like all publicity is good publicity because I've actually gone back and like yo let me listen to 21 and support the dude and I've been listening to his album and he is an underrated I even made like a 21 type beat because I was so inspired by it. just his flow is so different and he says some real shit that most niggas don't say like he says some real shit. And what's the irony? He was on um, Saturday Night Live and he was talking about, I couldn't imagine if my kid was stuck at the border. Like, he was, talk- he was rapping, like, some, some real shit about the climate that's going on right now in America. And, and then he gets locked up in the lantern on, just a, on a random, you know, stop and search, which is crazy. I, I, that's just, I don't know, man. I, I believe there's, like, when a black man just, like, Starts doing good. It's just it's, it's 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 not it's not it's not cool. You know what I mean? Like he's 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 actually one of those you know young rappers who's a, who's saying some meaningful shit and not just you know some kappa ass shit. But yeah, hope twenty one gets gets out. Um, uh, shout out to twenty one three twenty one savage man. Um, talking about clapbacks. <laughs> talking about fucking clapbacks. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, man. When I when I When I heard this, I have to say, man, I was fucking, I was a bit hurt. Because I fucking love Liam fucking Neeson. When I heard him say that shit in that interview, bro, and he's got like a deep voice. So when he says shit like that, like, yo, I was looking around looking for a black bastard with fucking trying to hit the nigga upside the head. I was like, Liam fucking Neeson? I, I wish I could I'd watch all the fucking Takens I've ever watched. Like, and I'm a bit pulverizing kind of like about the situation. Because yes, he did get, get clapped back about saying that he wants to kill a, any black man after his friend was raped. And he was going around at night just with a fucking, I don't know what the fuck he had with him. And he just, every, any black man that he was going to see he was going to kill. Which is crazy. Because if a white man killed my sister, I wouldn't just go out and just, just want to kill a random white man. I would just find the perpetrator. Like I, and I, that, that's, that's the thing that I was like, mm, okay, like, that's wild. And he was, this was in the interview. Like, niggas just said it. And, and that's, I have to say, I'm a play devil's advocate. I, I kind of respect him for just saying it how it is a lot of niggas feel like that. A lot of y'all people are friends. A lot of people we work with feel like that. But they'll never say it. I would rather <coughs> see it th- than than just some people who just some Kappa ass shit or just races behind your back. You know what I mean? So I kind of respect him for being honest. Like, yo, this is how I felt like. I can't change that. I don't, I don't see the world like that anymore. A lot of people kind of got him out of here still. But... I respect that, because we need that dialogue, and, like, it's it's important. Whether we like to hear it or not, it's important for these people to come out and say this shit, because, (coughs) sorry, we can understand, and we can have a dialogue, and we can, you know. So a lot of people were like, yo, you shouldn't have never said that, but I'm actually glad he said that, because... I'd rather just see. I I hate racism that's hidden. I think that's the worst kind of racism. I wanna know this motherfucker's racism, then I, I know how to deal with it. Or I we can have a dialogue and so yeah, um should he be cancelled? Are y'all niggas gonna watch Tekken 4? I know a lot I know a lot of y'all niggas like to fake outrage and cancel culture motherfuckers for real, for real. But are y'all telling me y'all never gonna watch any taking movie ever again? Y'all never gonna watch taking four? Like, that, that's the question. Like, there's a lot of fake outrage out here. Now, notice that shit on the Super Bowl. A lot of niggas, a lot of niggas were him. A lot of niggas in hip-hop were like, yo, we would cap," but they were at the Super Bowl party. I don't get it. How can you be boycotting the Super Bowl, but you were in Atlanta, and you were partying, and you were watching the Super Bowl? I don't get it. I said Cardi B last time. I said Cardi B should have performed the Super Bowl. Cardi B was at the Super Bowl, but she not perform. Let me. I'm I'll I'm, I'm ask her, y'all. What's the fucking difference? I really want to know. What is the difference? I don't get it. You, you denied performing at halftime because you wanted to be woke and you didn't want to, you know, <clears throat> you didn't want, you know, Kaepernick, Hive to come at you, or whatever, whatever. But you you were at the Super Bowl? You were watching it? I don't get it. A lot of these niggas were in Atlanta were out, dirty. all these niggas... You know, high-ball niggas up, you know. We're, we're, like, I, I, I honestly don't understand. That is supporting Super Bowl. I am sorry. That is supporting the NFL. Because they're benefiting off that. You're posting snaps at a Super Bowl party for the NFL. You are promoting the NFL. You are promoting them. That's not boycotting my nigga. Like, like if you're going to boycott, don't watch shit. Don't watch highlights. Fucking boycott it. Like a lot of y'all are just fake ass. Like y'all know, like you watched the game, you watched halftime. Like, and Travis Scott. A lot of niggas were like, "Yo, Travis Scott went through all that for thirty second fucking item." Yo, that thirty second performance, I'm telling y'all, I'm, I'm sure he got a couple, couple stacks off that. It is crazy though. Like that before that halftime, like, it was the worst halftime. I love Maroon Five, but they got too much time. There's so many other niggas they could have brought out. And I was mad that Big Boy came out on his own. I really do want to see him out on his own. I thought his entrance was cool. I thought his performance was good. But apparently three stacks denied. I would have wanted three stacks to be there. It would have made him more special. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah. uh, Yeah, it's crazy, man. A lot of niggas capping. I saw CeeLo's comment. Like, yo, fuck. Yo, Big Boy, fuck all these capping. Nick. Fake outrage niggas. Like, and then the, the next day, he was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like... Like, if you're gonna say something, stick with it, my nigga. I hate these celebrities coming out and say some outrage fucking bullshit, and then you know, Black Twitter cancels them, and they're afraid that niggas are gonna stop listening to CeeLo, and then they come up like, oh, "I was misunderstood." No, we we understood you, nigga. We understood you loud and clear, my nigga. Like, niggas are just like capping these days. It's crazy, man. It's fucking crazy. Cancel culture is crazy. Fake outrage is crazy. Take me fucking back to the nineties, my nigga. This is crazy. Like niggas, if you're gonna outrage, outrage like consistently forever. Don't outrage like yo. I'm not listening to. I'm not listening to R. Kelly. And the next month you listen to him. Yo, I'm not watching Liam Nees- Liam Neeson, and then you watch Taken Four. Like if you're really gonna fucking cancel niggas, cancel niggas for real. I don't. I, I honestly don't believe that. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. That is what it is talking about Super Bowl in Atlanta. <coughs> I'm very passionate about this topic. Shout out to Bow Wow. Fuck Kiyomi. I, I'm sorry I had to say that, man. I follow you, Kiyomi. I'm really fucking yo. But nah, B. How you gonna do that to my nigga, Bow Wow? How you gonna scratch that nigga like you Wolverine, my nigga? Like... Uh, If y'all don't know, Bow Wow had physical altercation with his girlfriend. They had broken up for a while. If y'all don't watch grown-up hip-hop, they're on grown-up hip-hop Atlanta. And they, they... It's not a surprise to me that this happened because... Like, that shit happened on episode one, my nigga. Like, they are known and she is known to kind of flip, you know. But I hear that, you know... When I heard the 911 uh, um, voice call, and apparently, you know, she said she beat him up. Although there's no evidence of that, Bauer is the one who seemed like he was the victim. I don't know. Women can kind of, like, call Popo and be like, oh, he did this to me, but she's really the one. So I don't know that situation. Like, what I know what it looks like. I know that. I know she beat the bricks out of him. And there's nothing wrong with that as a man you just got to take it like I said to you in on episode 1 or episode 2 I took a beating by the broom like a man like I did not do shit because if you are going to try to defend yourself all that shit that can, it can turn left my nigga as a nigga that has bruised a girl by mistake before and I reiterate by fucking mistake just just put your hands up and just take it I'm telling you right now Cause you try to hold somebody like if you've never been in that situation where a girl's hitting you and you try to hold her and you by mistake elbow her, elbow her and like in the eye. I'ma tell you right now, quick storyline. This girl, I was this was not my girlfriend, it was it was this girl, it was this was, <clears throat> a white girl I was friends with, blah blah blah. I'm not gonna make the block hard by telling you the time and place could be anywhere. So this girl was kinda like Mad at me for some salacious shit. I'm not gonna get into it, cause that story, story will sound even crazy if I tell you what the reason behind. But she was like hitting me, like, like just hitting me, hitting me, and I thought it was jokes, right? Like, i it's jokes. And I realized this chick is really hitting me, so I went into hold her and like, like stop her from hitting me. But when I did that, I, I kind of like my elbow <laughs> went into her eye. And chick was pale and her eyes red. It was not a good look, my nigga. Niggas were like, yo, what did you do to this white girl? Her daddy going to kill you. So as a nigga who's been in scrap crap with the chick and some shit turned left and it was not meant to turn left, you just got to take it. And and see my like Bow out wow did from the mock shots. I, I'm, I'm taking the 911 call with it. Pinch of salt, cause she does sound seem a little bit petty. <clears throat> if you, especially if you see her Instagram and after like, you know how like you break up with a chick, right? And and the chick just gets into a whole bag. That's another topic, from another podcast. But y'all chicks, when y'all break up with y'all man's, y'all really be getting into your whole bags. Isn't it is crazy? And I I kind of saw that from her. You know, she's a one-out girl and. I don't know i'm like she just started like taking pics with celebrity niggas and it was like it was so evident that she was trying to be petty and annoy him and i guess it worked because they go back together even when the brat and her mama on growing up hip-hop said yo this woman is not good enough for you and he didn't listen and sometimes as men and i i understand by the Pisces. me and him share the same birthday So I understand like how he feels because I think exactly how he thinks like and sometimes we just don't listen to people and we just don't see signs like this person's not good enough for you. And you know, sometimes the booty just, you know, it possesses us. And I think that's what happens to Shad Moss. (coughs) So yeah, um, I hope the truth of that situation comes out. Uh, I saw him next day. He seemed like he was... He was, he was he was, out and about, you know, <laughs> trying to like, I don't know, he just, yeah, he was happy. I don't know why he was happy. <laughs> I would have been like, I would have stayed inside after that incident, but um, yeah, women need to stop putting their hands on niggas because we, we can never win in that situation because if we don't do anything, we now, we, we, we pussy. If we do something... And we start whatever, it's gonna it's not gonna look good. So listen, niggas, you can never win when a woman starts an altercation with you. Just take it. That's better. Cause that shit can turn left. But women, I know y'all think that you can get away with putting hands on a man. It is wrong. Justice for Bow Wow. We're gonna start the male me too very soon. Because, like, if you have never been beaten by a hood rat oh bro <laughs> yeah no but, but for real for it like y'all we women need to start doing it stop, stop stop doing that like domestic violence is bad whether it's from, from a man or from a woman is bad i know the timeline was capping and clowning and making fun of bow out but there was not funny nothing's funny about a woman doing that shit and and and, and uh, vice versa so yeah the uh, male Me Too movement, man. We, I told y'all, man, when I started this podcast, we are getting women the fuck out of here. The fuck out of here. Man. <laughs> and on the topic of fucking women, it is 7 February. We are a week with Valentine's. I don't know what y'all niggas and women, what y'all plans are. <coughs> I call it Valentine's disease. I kind of put my phone down. I said on Twitter that other day, like, "Yo, I need to dip until February 15 because I am seeing some crazy shit." As, as the moment we got into February, I started seeing them statuses. You know, the statuses, "Yo, I'm looking for Valentine. Who wants to be my Valentine? Who's gonna give me presents? Oh, if you don't, if I don't get presents on Valentine's, I'm gonna lick my DMs, and we are all gonna be single." Yup, like I saw that like crazy amount and from the hottest chick on the block. So, I want to discuss something with y'all. Wh- why do women start acting thirsty in February? Especially you single women, y'all are quiet 11 months of the year, but the moment February arrives, y'all just start acting so desperate and fucking thirsty, my nigga, for Valentine's why is it because you want to be loved really why is that you don't you don't say that shit 11 months of the year why is it all around valentine's it's because you want presents i know women love presents i fucking i'm not gonna get into that topic today it's another topic for another discussion but um <clears throat> i'm not i used to be a nigga that used to be like get presents like crazy od like i was when i was younger i was stupid i used to like spend ridiculous money on women like i used to get like i used to have this thing that i used to do like I'm, I'm 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 making the blog hot right now but these chicks will never be listening to this podcast knock on fucking wood um i used to get this hampers from this like this shop and they would know what the ham what i would want in a hamper like flowers chocolate i would find out my favorite chocolate favorite wine Flowers, a card. You know, I would make I would make like mixtapes, like CDs. You got, y'all know I'm a DJ, and I would put that in a hamper. Like I was, I was OD with it. Any chick that I liked, yo, she getting a hamper, like for real, for real. And not even on her birthday, Valentine's. No, she getting a hamper. And I remember there's this chick that I, I've never liked a chick that much in my life. Her birthday was like I'm not, I'm not. It was, it was, it was like not far from, 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 from Valentine's. So her birthday was like a week before Valentine's. So I would get a a, a birthday gift, then the Valentine's gifts. <coughs> in fucking hindsight, I was a fool. I have just put that two in one, my nigga, like, but that's how much of a romance and roman, ro- romantic nigga I was. I'm still romantic, but I'm, I ain't buying shit. I ain't spending shit on no women. I'm, I'm a keep 100. When it comes to women, I'm cheap. I don't believe in that. I've got bad experience in doing that shit. So I'm more of like, if you wanna be with me, like me for me. Don't like me for some flowers and some, you know, like I, I like if I'm with you, like yeah for sure. But if I'm like if I dating you or like getting to know you, I'm not gonna spend shit on you. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real with you. I've had a bad experience of women just using me for that shit. So I never want that shit. So don't blame me for that. I, like. I think it's just a, a bad thing. You're asking for some trouble when you're just buying roses for every single fucking show that comes along the way. So I don't do that. But um, I really want to understand why women. Why y'all women are so desperate for Valentine's? What's, what's so important about Valentine's? Please tell me. Is it the flowers or is it stunting on social media? Like I, I think that's what it is. I think y'all just want to put your flowers for on social media. A lot of y'all are fucking ordering yourself flowers and cards and shit like that. Cause most niggas not romantic. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. And the niggas that are romantic for just for Valentine's, them niggas they're not romantic. They just want one thing. And this one thing I need to tell y'all ladies, right? The niggas that y'all be like, yo, buy me a present, Valentine's, will you be my Valentine's? Them niggas that come around only during February, but 11 months of the year, they ain't talking to you. Them niggas know one thing. When you're a shooter, when you're a sniper, you shoot your target when it's vulnerable. And women, y'all single women, I'ma tell you one thing from one player. Y'all are fucking vulnerable in February. And for a shooter, for a nigga who, who who's so y'all are not smart, but like you're just inviting like players. That's what you are. A real nigga who loves you is not just gonna try to flirt with you during February. He's gonna he's gonna highlight you in in, in September, my nigga. He's gonna highlight you in the summer when a cupping season is over. Like you know what I mean? The niggas who come during cupping season, they ain't shit. I'm telling you right now. I'm 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 actually being like. I'm capping right now. <clears throat> if that's the right use of the term, because I shouldn't be telling y'all this. <clears throat> like women, y'all need to smarten up to what niggas be doing. And a lot of these women that are like, yeah, please, please, holla at me. It's February, I need a date." Y'all are attracting the wrong crowd. The nigga that's really going to love you is not going to become in your DMs in February, my nigga. I, like, I, I take this and, and let that shit sink in. Look at the niggas who are trying to highlight you just before Valentine's. Because they know. If they're going to buy you some flowers, they're going to take you out to dinner. They're going to get them ankles, my nigga. They're going to make them ankles loose in the words of T.P. and Dell. <laughs> so, y'all niggas are not smart. That's one thing women, y'all need to, like, you know, evolve faster and and understand that. There are some women, I've got some homegirls that are kind of, like, peeping game. And I'm peeping game to a lot of homegirls. And that's not the reason I started this podcast. I want to peep game to y'all. Y'all really need to watch watch yourself with these niggas, my nigga. As a nigga who was slimy, like, used to be slimy, I know every single fucking play. I fucking created the game plan. The playbook, I wrote that shit. And let me tell you something. February, oh my nigga. Let me tell you something sick I used to do. This is sick. I'm telling you my secret now. Shit, I never told nobody. February is so for a player, for a pimp. I'm talking about for a real pimp. February is like, it's the easiest time to get some. And I used to, I, I, like, like I tell you, like I was, like I was so, like, fifty years of gay conniving, hampers, nigga, teddy bear. Let me tell you something, right? I used to have a teddy bear factory. Like, like no kidding me. And I am making the block so fucking hot by telling y'all this. Like, I hope, I hope nobody from my past hears this, because the statute of limitation is passed, my, my girl. I'm sorry but you are not the only girl that I gave you that teddy bear. Let me tell you something. I used to have teddy bears. I'm not gonna tell you how I got these teddy bears. I used to have a gang of teddy bears. I'm talking about a garage of teddy bears. I'm not even joking here. And one time I gave away like four teddy bears at Valentine's. And and listen, I'm I i, I I'm making the block so hot because what these chicks still have these teddy bears and it's been 10 years now. And these, chi- I know for they still tell me, yo, I've got your son. Yo, yo, I come here, I wanna speak to your son. And son meaning the teddy bear that I gave you. So some of y'all niggas now, the teddy bear that she sleeps with, I gave her that shit. Why are y'all married and she still got a teddy bear from her ex? So I used to have a teddy bear factory for that reason, and <clears throat> it was during Valentine's. And I used to distribute that to all, to the roster. Like every nigga, every player has a roster. You have the number one seed. You have the number two seed. You have the number three seed. You have, you know, every chick that has a different purpose. You have the chick the chick take to church with. You have the chick that you bring to your moms. You have the chick that cooks for you when you're sick. You have the chick that, that, that you laugh with. You have the chick that you play sports with. That's the roster. Like, any, any real player has a basketball roster and <clears throat> you don't have this, like, every single position has to, has to be different. Don't have that roster with every single trick the same. Nah, that's a boring roster, my nigga. So a lot of these niggas, they're doing that. You're not the only one he's buying flowers for. I'm going to keep it 100. Pay attention. Pay fucking attention. When does he text you? When does it call you? Pay attention, man. The jig is up. Y'all women need to smarten up, man. Women keep on complaining about, oh, niggas ain't shit. No, y'all ain't smart. <laughs> yeah, Like, if the game is like that, if, if, if the climate is like that, of course we're going to play you. But if you change the climate and smarten up and stop being thirsty in February and looking for some roses and cheap chocolates just so you can stand on the gram and feel whole inside and feel like you're loved. Listen, shorty, Roses don't mean that you're loved. I'm sorry. A nigga buying you roses doesn't mean that he fucking loves you. That's bullshit. You know what I mean? You're the shit without roses, without chocolates, without some niggas be thirsting your comments. You don't need to go to these lengths by just every single pic you're showing me you're poking your bum. That shit is kappa. That shit is whack. I'm tired of women just like... So smart, so beautiful, but every single post is your fucking bump <coughs> poked out for some likes. Y'all fucking saying the same fucking captions. It's like, it's so whack. Like, I was throwing out my Instagram, and I was like, women have, like, two sn- captions now. Looking like a snack. What would you do? Is this some, like, looking like a snack. It takes a snack to know a snack. It's like, oh my God, you're not a snack. <laughs> you're not a snack. A snack is for life. <laughs> not a snack for life, but a snack is just for a moment. You, you better be more than, Y'all you, women better start aspiring to be more than a snack. I'm sorry. Like what, like, what are you trying to aspire? A snack is just something that I eat when I'm like thirsty. And then, you better be something more than that, man. You better be something that means more and lasts more than just a snack. All right, listen to yourselves. Y'all aspiring to be snacks. I know you look good, baby girl. What more have you got to offer than your body, than your ass all the time? And I love ass like, like more than the next man. I'm not going to lie. I love ass. I'm addicted to ass, how <laughs> to say that. But it's not the only thing in the world. I'm telling you right now rather have a woman with an average ass or no ass and brain and self confidence and self love than a big booty judy with nothing in the head and like that's for real so much love i love booty it's not everything and 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 this generation is praising booty too much and i and, and women will blame it on niggas but nah like another thing like let me imagine that's not the issue that I have with women. Let me imagine how you look like. Like, as I like I, 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 think I'm different to most niggas. Tell me, tell me in the comment below. highlight me on Twitter, at Young Hills, on Facebook, Instagram. Let me know. Am I the only nigga who wants to imagine what you look like? If I'm going to... Like, I, I hate... Women just give it to me on a platter, like how you like, like. I'm talking about in terms of dressing, you know what I mean? Like, the girls on the Instagrams they're trying to get niggas to highlight in their DMs and get buy them flowers and shit. Like, you're attracting the wrong crowd because, like, for me, I'm gonna be honest, man. The women that, like, can still be not sleazy and thoughty, but still sexy and like, I love them women. Like, the women that you know, like, yo, she got a banging body, but she's not just putting that shit on a platter like for niggas to see. I love like I I love that because like I'm I'm that type of diff, different nigga like if I date you and and this is old school and I'm an African, y'all better like realize that. I I I never want every single nigga to see how my how my wife looks like, like under underneath the dress or whatever. Like I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 it's, it's old school, but I I I stick with it, you know what I mean. I should be the only nigga who knows how, yo, know, how how that booty look like. Like for real, for real. Some of y'all just like every nigga knows this, the the little freckle you have on your cheeks. Like, ah, I don't know, man. I don't know if some of y'all Instagram women are gonna get are gonna attract husbands. That's my question. That's not a topic of discussion because we're now going to an hour. But yeah, like like let me know, like especially from women. I know y'all. Better be like y'all mis- misogynistic and no, that's not the word, but like y'all feminists are gonna be like y'all. No, it's our bodies. It's your bodies. But if I if, you're, if I'm gonna marry you, I don't want every single nigga on the fucking planet to know how your whole body looks like. Leave some shit for the imagination. You can still be sexy and leave niggas thirsting without showing everything, my nigga. I like. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. Like if you like to the women who are just being hosing okay i'm not talking about you i'm talking about the women who, com- who complain about finding a husband <clears throat> but they're not going about it the wrong ways they're not attracting if you know what i mean <clears throat> my sore throat is kind of like getting in the way right now so i'm gonna wrap it up but let me know especially from women i want to know and if you got to this point thank you very much man Yo. When people like spend this much time listening to your POV, it means so much shit. You know what I mean? So if you got to this point, if you're listening to this podcast, and if you're laughing, let me know feedback. I'm I'm approachable. We can discuss. If you want advice, highlight me. It doesn't have to be podcast advice like that that I say on podcast. But just like this podcast, I created it to create a community. People who not only think like me, but people that. Can 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 spit game to me and I can learn off as well. <clears throat> I think that's what life should be. So um, thank you for listening to Take Me Back to the Nineties podcast. I really wanna go back to the nineties. I see you next week. I I hope you have a good week. I have a good Valentine's. Um, listen, if you don't if, if you don't get a Valentine's gift or message you are still loved, I love you, you are beautiful the way you are, you don't need to do some sh- cap shit for Instagram, shit ain't worth it, you don't need the baby girl, I'm telling you, that, that, what, one person's gonna hear this, and, and it's gonna hit, hit to you, like for real, for real, so yeah, I'll see y'all later, thank y'all for listening, I'm out.